What if I told you the only way you succeed in life is by leaving your ego at the door and be willing to fall down so many times but have the courage to get back up and try again? That's what success is. I don't think success can be measured, but if you are willing to persevere when others are telling you to quit, you're a winner in my eyes. In this podcast, you will hear about how I turn my failures into life lessons and why I want to help enough people to develop their skills so they can provide for themselves and their family. I'm Mark Sclair, and this is the Failing My Way in Public to Success podcast. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Failing My Way in Public to Success, the Mark Sclair podcast. You could have been anywhere else, and you're here with me right now, and I appreciate that. This is my second time doing this recording. Very frustrating, but last week I did about a 15-minute uh, podcast Went to listen back to it. The first one minute was great. And then all of a sudden it was like... I mean, it sounded like I had one of those voice box things. So definitely, definitely couldn't publish that. There were a few gems on there. There was a few things which I didn't even think of, which came to me as I was doing the podcast. So let's hope this happens again and it just flows out of me naturally. As I always say... Um, I'd like to have been doing more of these podcasts, hasn't always been the case, but I'm here and let's let's give you a little update. So, recently, uh, I was asked, my friend contacted me and he said, look, I've got this client and last minute they need somebody to do a, like a motivation leadership type uh, event. So I was like, okay, no problem, I can do that, definitely. So he put me in contact with a person and... If anyone wants a little bit of advice in regards to how to how to know what to do in these meetings where, or phone calls when you initially speak with somebody, like ask them what they're looking for. Let them speak first of all. Who are you to start pitching when you know nothing about the people yet? Yes, I knew about the company a little bit, but you know, let them. I want to understand what he wants from the event itself. So he started reeling off a load of things and in my response when he asked me to speak, I built my presentation or my next bit of conversation around what he said. Those were great points and I actually agree with a lot of the stuff he said. We're definitely on the same hymn sheet. So from that, we were decided we were going to meet up and have a discussion about how we're going to put this thing together. So I think it was like two days later we decided we would meet and what was quite interesting was he messaged me before and he said to me, Mark, I'm actually not going to be coming in. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm on holiday at the moment. I'm on a staycation. So please forgive what I'm wearing, my attire, what I'm wearing. Now, I wear a suit to meetings all the time. Now, when somebody says to you they're not going to be dressed as smart as what you are, what do you do? And it's interesting. I did a poll on LinkedIn about it. And a lot of people still said that they'd rock the suit. And that, that's what I did, because he needs to know no matter what it is, no matter what goes on, I'm always going to be professional. They want to make him feel uncomfortable, but also as well, he needs to know that I'm always going to be on that level no matter what. So we met, sat down, and uh, we started speaking a little bit more about exactly what he's looking for. We put together a sort of idea of what that was, and I went away, and we met up a few days later, And I put together some slides which we were going to do. Now, some people just might have literally put together a couple of slides and said, yeah, and start speaking about it. But I went into every slide we were going to do. And that was very, very, very important because he really grilled me and drilled down to exactly what I was going to be actually presenting. He needed to know what it was. 
But what he asked me to do as well was, he wanted me to do a emotional story, something that got the hands on the, uh, the hairs on the back of your neck stand up, you know, very, very emotional, because the company had been, has had a very successful year, even with what's gone on in the world, this company still had good growth, good success, the team were performing, and this was six leaders, so he's the, the president of the company, and he has six leaders under him, and then that team have about 200 salespeople in total, so there was success there already, and what he wanted me to do was kind of give a story about how to go again, how to be successful, not just rest on your laurels, how to be consistent, how to be persistent, how to not give up, how to be determined. And I used the story of Manchester United chasing Liverpool's record of knocking them off their perch. Liverpool had 18 titles, and United at the time I think had about five or six and it was Sir Alex Ferguson's duty to literally knock Liverpool off their perch. And that's what he instilled in the players. Keep going again and again and again. No matter even if they've won the league, won all the records, whatever, broken all the records, they had to keep on going. And he was like, yeah, you know, Mark, I like it. He's good. I think it's a good story. He, got, he showed me the book that he has. He has a Sir Alex Ferguson book. He is a United fan. So it definitely resonated with him. He was like, you know, we've kind of heard all this stuff before. And to be fair, that is one of the problems that you face when you do these things. A lot of these people have heard these stories. So I went away and I come back and I'm racking my brain. I'm trying to think what story I could write, what story I could write or or speak about. And I thought, right, what are they not going to know about? And it's still going to really resonate with them. So what I did was I, and if you know, if you've been following my journey, you'll know I speak about this person quite a bit, but um, I kind of did a like, right, you know about Liverpool, you know about United, you know about the Ryder Cup, you know about marginal gains with uh, the British cycling team, you know about the England rugby team, the last kick of the game, you know all of that stuff, everyone knows all of that. But I said, you know what inspires me? You know what keeps me going? You know what makes me think I might be having a bad day, but this person has really been through everything and they've come through the other side. And uh, I put up a slide, a picture of of my mum and you could just see people's faces when I did it. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I've jumped ahead here actually, but at the end of the the training, at the end of the presentation, I did this slide and and I used that story of my mum um, who around about 20 years ago, they were buying a property in Spain and it had been so much that had gone on. She'd lost her sister, she'd lost her mum. My brothers had very bad, uh, about 10, 15 years of being stupid. They've had to go through all of that and they, had, and they had this money, my parents, and they wanted to pull it into a property in Spain. Something to be like, okay, let's enjoy a little bit of our life now. And this, this company, they stole not just my parents' money, but other, other people's money, 22 million pounds in total. And this was over 20 years ago. Probably about 30 million now, I guess. But uh, like everyone said, we get, there's no point going for it. There's no point trying to get any money. These people have gone with the money. And I was like, no. And, and then my mum was like, nope, these people have my money. I must get it back people calling her crazy, little calling her silly, and in the end, 
to cut a long story short, everyone was thanking her so much at the end because she persevered, she continued, got everyone together. Got, it's a bit of a much of an Erin Brockovich story. If you haven't seen that movie, I highly recommend seeing it. It's somebody building relationships, making people get on the same, like showing that you're part, like, you know, you're not just there to kind of take from them. Uh, you had to build that relationship, that honesty, that trust. And it was an amazing story. But so I've jumped ahead a little bit. Uh, but on the day I turned up and uh, they, they, they've rented a villa for three days, this this uh, team, this company. And they, about an hour before, were sitting there relaxing, getting massages. He sent me a photo of it. I was like, oh, okay, here we go. These guys were all relaxed, chilled out. I turned up, didn't have a moment to get set up. I had to get straight into it straight away. Now, what is very, very important for me here is with this is that these people are very successful. And for you or me to come in, and it's the best advice I can give anyone, and say to somebody, this is what you should do, this is how you should do it, what do you think that's going to do to them? Imagine somebody telling you what to do. You're going to get your back up, aren't you? So you've got to make it clear to them that you're not there to give them a whole new way of doing stuff. It's about you know, realigning and building and getting together and working on stuff together and built and and communicating and discussing and that's what I was there for. I was a facilitator. So, you know, you get these people in the room that think they're experts. So a lot of them are. Like as I said, there was so much I could have learned in the room of these people. But in their head they're thinking, who is this person? Who is he to come in here and tell me what to do? So once those once it was made clear to those people straight away that I'm there to help and I'm not there to tell them what to do. Yes, I can advise, but I want to hear what they've got to say first of all. And once that was made clear, they were very much on board with it and wanting to do it with me. So what was meant to be a three-hour session ended up being a seven-hour session. And, you know, people would say, well, you know, you should have been paid for your seven hours. Well, what I was very proud of was those types of things can take two minutes or it can take ten hours or seven hours. And it all depends how well you do at allowing people to speak, allowing people to feel comfortable, allowing people to drop their guard a little bit rather than having their arms crossed and being against having somebody in the room uh, trying to tell them what to do. So, yes, oh my God, I could have charged more money, but I knew I know I'm doing a great job from what I did. Uh, there's potential for new business. I've got a great testimonial from them. They all loved it. It was great energy in the room. You know, would you prefer to be there for three hours and like not get anything out of them and walk out of there with no testimonial? Or do you prefer to over deliver, have everyone really excited to see you again? And, and, you know, we enjoyed a nice beer afterwards and it was just great, you know. So I'm extremely grateful for that. And I always say like, it's all about value first. Stop trying to take, take, take all the time. But what I want to make really clear here is was I out my comfort zone? Yes. So what happens when you're out your comfort zone? People say to you, Mark or John or Steve or Mary or Sarah, whatever your name is, they say, just get through it today. Don't worry, before you know it, the day will be over. And I'm so against that. I find that such a negative because you have to go through this to get better at what you're doing. And if you're just begging for the day to be over then what are you really going to learn from it? So I really made a conscious effort to embrace as much of the day as possible, and I really did. 
You know, the day absolutely flew by, but I enjoyed it so much. Very much I was uncomfortable at times, but very much I absolutely loved it. So I'm so grateful for that. And listening to a Jim Rohn podcast um, a couple of days ago, he was like, people try to get through the day, get from it. What are you going to get from that day? And I'm so happy that I was able to take from that day so much because if you're just wishing for it to go by and there's so much energy and so many expertise in that room, there's so much I learned from a lot of those people as well. So I'm just so happy that I was able to embrace it and stick with it. The day went really, really well. So proud of it. So proud of myself for getting up there um, and doing it. You know, what I need more of is this consistency of doing these events. So the trouble is you'll do an event and you'll be all buzzing and then you won't get another one for like a couple of weeks and and you're off your game a little bit there. So I was very happy to to have a nice flow to it and, and to be good at it. Now, those events are great. I love it. But another thing to add is that there's uh, my online co- uh, classes, my online course, which I've finished filming now all the descriptions done, all the scripts is done, it's going to be launching very, 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 very soon, this is about the five principles to building a successful sales career, and that's the expertise I have, that's the knowledge I have, for 15 years I rose up the ranks, had people support me, had people champion me, overcame the objections, got the recognition within the business, all these problems that we face, and I know it happens with so many of us, we don't really know what to do or how to do it, and that's what I'm helping people with. So it's the five principles. If you are interested to hear more about it, please message me. I'll be happy to have a discussion with you, have a consultation. There will be some webinars I'll be running where you'll be able to see exactly what we offer. And from that, you'll be able to sign up to the course and understand how to implement these actions into your day. Very much going to be there along the way. There's three different tiers with it. There's going to be these seven hours worth of content with activities and tasks. And then there's going to be the coaching calls, which are going to be groups. And then there's going to be one-to-ones as well. Every time I'll keep on trying to add as much value as possible. And as I said, it's all about value first. But I wanted to share with you exactly what's gone on this last week or so. I want to stay more consistent with this. So I will keep on doing more and more and more of these. But... Thank you so much for listening today. Again, you could have been anywhere else, but you're here with me right now, and I appreciate that. So have a great day, everybody, and I will speak to you soon. I hope you enjoyed a day in the life of someone who is failing their way in public to success. On a daily basis, I look to put out content that helps and inspires others, I'm all about giving value to people. So if you'd like to see what else I have, please like, follow and subscribe on Spotify, Apple Play, Insta, YouTube and LinkedIn. If you search by the name Mark Sclair. Thanks again and have a great day.